The Southern Stars 21 Rising West Cork Sports Stars Under 21 is brought to you in association with Clona Dairy Products. Refuel, rehydrate and repair with Clona. Close your eyes and pull like down. <laughs> and a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport Editor Kieran McCarthy. Before we kick things off, I'd just like to give a gentle reminder as always to our listeners and viewers to please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. On today's show, we'll be running through our list of 21 rising West Cork sports stars under 21 that you should be keeping an eye on in the months and years ahead. The Southern Stars 21 rising West Cork sports stars under 21 is brought to you by Clona Dairy Products. Refuel, rehydrate and repair with Clona. For more, see clona.ie. We'll be joined in a few minutes by Joe McCarthy to go through the list book here and we touched on the Man United-Liverpool game from the Premier League on last week's show so we can't really brush past their FA Cup clash from this past Sunday you must have been buzzing with the result Oli on for the treble I think Jack what should happen in future when United and Liverpool play it should be in an FA Cup tie it should be on BBC because Sky Sports must have put the kind of the Indian side over Premier League clashes because this is actually quite a good game it was entertaining it was end to end it was an open game and Obviously, as you know, defend them quite happy the way it finished. But I think there were big positives for Liverpool there too. Um, Mo Salah getting a couple of goals. Um, Liverpool have checked for a while. But from a United point of view, it's just another step in, in the right direction. I, I'm not going to sit here and say United are going to win trophies this season because they're still not where they need to be. They're still um, they're still weaklings in that team. But it's it's moving in the right direction. I'm not going to jinx it here. But you 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 have continually said that since they've started kind of putting together a good run of form like oh they're not where they need to be they're going to fall off they have too many weak links but when as a United fan are you going to return to United fandom of old when you just assume victory ahead of every game and when will that confidence start exuding from you and other United fans again is it going to take a title win or just another few wins throughout this great run of form I think they need a big win against a big team. Um, not saying Liverpool aren't a big team, but a big win in the Premier League, let's say. kind of They drew away with Leicester when they should have won that game. They drew it home to Man City in an, in an awful game. I think they need to have a statement win the league to really get the belief going because there's been so many false dawns with United over the last couple of years. You just when you think they're building up a hit of steam, they lose one, two or three games and just the, the season will fall apart. So that's always the worry in, in the back of United fans' minds at the moment. Um it, it is, it's, it's a great time to be a United fan again. How long that's going to last, I, I don't know. I'm just going to ride the crest of, of the wave at the moment. It's lovely to go on social media these times and not be barraged by Liverpool fans who've taken over social media for the last three or four years. So to have the upper hand on social media for a small bit, I'll I, I take, I take that for as long as it lasts, Jack. It is interesting as well what you mentioned there about uh, the kind of social media fandom. You know, we're all so familiar with it. These days, but what I what I had to laugh at was 
Talksport shared on Sunday evening um, clips from one of their call-in shows, Julie's call-in shows that they have in the UK where essentially it was a precursor to the likes of Arsenal Fan TV. So the fans will call in and vent their frustration at whatever result their club had had that day. And on Sunday evening, there were Liverpool fans calling in and calling for Klopp's head. They said his time is up. Liverpool have stagnated. So this stagnation, it's stagnated for like six games. It's not like it's a prolonged period of time. So there are actually fans out there, Liverpool fans with Liverpool accents, you know, proper scousers, not people from Ireland or Norway. These are Liverpool scousers calling into Talksport on a Sunday evening, calling for Jurgen Klopp's head, less than a year after he delivered the first title in 30 years and less than two years after he brought them their sixth Champions League trophy so it is really mad how quickly now I don't think that's a majority of Liverpool fans but it is a vocal minority so it's amazing how quickly their support can turn into contempt and frustration but alas that's where we are in 2021 Liverpool fans calling up a national radio station in the United Kingdom giving they're real names and calling for the head of Jurgen Klopp on a platter. So uh, an unusual one, Kieran. I think. But we do live. We do live now in this knee-jerk society. It is people want instant results, and it's like people live in their own um, their own reality because they expect Liverpool to win every game. And um, Liverpool have been phenomenal for a couple of seasons. They're having a dip in form. Go, go back to Ferguson's United. Right through those years, there was some weeks there were some spells there where United are absolutely terrible I'm thinking back there there was one spell there and um, Jesus come back in, in, into the, the late 90s where they the last four or five maybe out of six games I think they, there was um, there was defeats to Southampton Newcastle and so on kind of sticky patches bad spells but every team is going to have that and if we look at the Liverpool team it's still a superb squad they've had injuries at the moment some players are off form they're, they're not playing well but Liverpool are too good a team not to bounce back from that and they're only six points off the top, which I find incredible looking at social media where people are, are writing them off. And there was a poll on Sky Sports last week asking people where they think Liverpool have finished this season. And at one stage, 53% said outside the top four. I was like, Jesus, lads, come on, a bit of a bit of reality to this. You know, kind of Liverpool will bounce back. They're only a couple of points off. They're, they're too good to kind of flounder like this for too much longer. And I think there were signs the last day that they were starting to kind of kind of get back to somewhere where they need to be um, there's still a lot of I suppose fallibilities in that team is in there's still a lot of, of weak links I feel so sorry for, for that young centre back that he was exposed time after time by, by Rashford down the left you know but that's where Liverpool are right now in terms of injuries so for Liverpool fans I wouldn't be too despondent um, there's a good chance they could finish ahead of United still this season so my, my heart went out to him as well because just even for playing like at the lowest level, so like um, Division One West Cork Junior Soccer, and if I have a bad game, which is like you know often, I feel so terrible for like two or three days. It's all I can think about, and that's at every every sport I play, sport with um, hurling. And uh, if I have a bad game, it's all I can think about for three, four, five days. And that's what no one ever says anything to me. Like no one on my soccer team or hurling team comes and goes, "Ah, oh, Jack, you were absolutely useless." Like it's just like it's in your own mind. So imagine what this guy has to deal with at 19. He has his own demons in his own mind. But then he has thousands of messages coming on social media. Every pundit and reporter who was at the game covering it 
calling him Liverpool's weak link. Liverpool won't come back up to the top with this guy. Like It's going to take an immense amount of mental strength for him to kick on and have like a successful professional career after what he's been through is, in the last few weeks. When you, look, when you look at it too, Jack, Mason Greenwood got a goal the last day. I think it was his first goal in 10 games. His longest drought as a senior United player. The, the boy's only 18 or 19. You know, he's still a kid yet. Yeah. Or the biggest drought in his career. She's just burst on the scene kind of. There's so much pressure on these players nowadays and it's, 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 it's incredible the pressure that's at the under to perform, especially as, as kids still, which they are, and they're put in this intense media spotlight and it comes back to social media too. Like that young fella was, was getting destroyed on social media. Yet how many of us here will ever, ever get next year that level? You know, kind of, if you look at it like he's a... That's the a thing. How good, how good must he be like? And yet people are just like uh, writing him off as uh, and, and, and nothing player as the great... Eamon Dunphy would say but anyway let's leave that one there for now Kieran, and let's heap undue media pressure on a bunch of young people from West Cork and let's welcome in Jeremy McCarthy to chat to our list of 21 rising West Cork sports stars under 21 okay lads let's jump straight in here as we have got a lot to get through and just to put a bit of structure on things we're going to break this list down into three so we'll cover seven athletes in each section and in no particular order we're going to start with Nooses Town's David Buckley. And Joe, we're going to come to you on David. He's a 19-year-old dual star with Nooses Town. What more can you tell us about him? Um, I can tell you, Jack, that he has been um, a very, very successful player at underage level with Cork and under 15, up 20. He's featured at county level under football, city things. But in terms of um, both football and hurling, he is one of the real talents of a very talented Nooses Town dual club setup. Um, usually when a player of David's age breaks into the senior team, you don't really see them flourish for maybe a year or two, just simply because they haven't physically developed just yet. He has done that, and not alone has he made an impact at football, but he's also made an impact in their senior hurling team as well. So he's playing already at the age of 19 at an elite level in terms of senior, premier senior football and uh, senior hurling in the county with new systems. So he's being exposed to... You know, quite a lot of um, experienced defenders, uh, quite a lot of uh, pretty physical markers, to put it mildly. And he stood up and he, he's been counted. And he is, he just has this ability from the times I've seen him uh, playing for Newstown. I think one of the things Kieran alluded to in, in his piece was the 2019 County Quarker Fine with Island Rovers, where he really, he really came of age. He got four points, I think, from play that day. And he was just, uh, Island, even at that age, found him very hard to handle. He has all the ability in the world. He has all the assets that he needs to be a successful footballer and hurler and he's probably at the best club in terms of West Cork in terms of being a dual club and catering for somebody at that level. Can he continue on at an inter-county level? I think absolutely but there may unfortunately come a day where he has to focus on one of the, one of the, one of the two sports not for a while but um, definitely in terms of West Cork and in terms of an emerging talent in terms of GEA um, David Buckley has got it all. Good stuff. And you mentioned the club he's from, Town. There'll be a few more entrants on this list from that neck of the woods. But next up is Ushin Boyle, a rower. And of course, he's a Skibbereen rower. Kieran, I'll give you the floor on this one. Yeah, and um, we all know the Skibbereen Rowing Club is a phenomenal nursery for rowing talent over the years. We don't need to go through the names, the likes of Gary and Paul Donovan and so many more. And I suppose the good news of Skibbereen Rowing Club is that there's a younger generation now on the way up as well. In, in last year's list, we mentioned a young fella called Finn O'Reilly. 
And this year it's Oshin Boyle. He's an 18-year-old fifth-year student in Skibbereen Community School. His mom is actually Siobhan from Calvo's, really well-known um, well-known restaurant and in, inside in, in Skibbereen. So Oshin is making waves on the water, if you can pardon the pun. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's quite a talent. And I was talking to a couple of people involved in the club and they like what they see from him so far. I was chatting to Oshin myself as well, and he's set himself a lot of high targets this year, which is great to see. Um, he wants to compete at the World Junior Rowan Championships in Bulgaria in the summer, while he's also targeting the 2021 National Rowan Championships, which will hopefully be held later in the year. Um, in terms of role models, like Oshin is spoiled for choice. Like I mentioned, Gary Paul O'Donovan, he's Finton and Jake McCarthy. Go back further, he's the likes of Timmy Harnady, Eugene Coakley, Richie Coakley. And of course, he's Dominic Casey there to help him, to help mould him, shape him, and improve him as a rower over the years. And um, just an interesting fact as well: during the lockdown, O'Sheen set up a rowing machine and all in, inside in Calbo's in, in the background there for himself. So he kept rowing and training. He does 11, 12, 13 sessions a week. And um, he's a young fellow who knows where he wants to go. He's in the right place to achieve his talent. And I think we'll hear a lot about O'Sheen Boyle in the years ahead. And you mentioned Calbos Cafe on a number of occasions there, and I just have to give a shout out to them because I've been living away from Skibbereen for the last few months because of lockdown, and I've missed the brown bread dearly. They all talk about the brownies in Calbos, and the brownies are great, but the brown bread is unrivaled. The nicest brown bread available in Ireland. So a shout out to Calbos Cafe. And I'll just say as well, we're going through this list uh, in no particular order, so we're not ranking the athletes from best to worst or worst to best, etc. It's just a random collection of talented West Cork athletes. And Kieran, I'm going to come back to you for number three on our list. It's Robert Cronin from Ballylicky. And he's the younger brother of Keith and Daniel, part of the Cronin motorsport dynasty. Or dynasty. I'm not really too sure how I should say that word. I usually only hear American commentators saying it. What an incredible family to have out there. Um, Keith Cronin, who won our best in the West competition last year. He's a four-time British rally champion. Another brother, then Daniel, is a fastnet rally winner. And then we have the two younger boys. We have Robert and younger brother again, Colin. But we're focusing on Robert. He's a 16-year-old um, motorsport fanatic from out, out in Belly Licky. And I was talking to Martin Walsh because Martin Walsh is our motorsport go-to men in the Southern Star. And Martin tells me that Robert really is one to watch. Um, He's a fiercely competitive and committed young man, and he really, really loves motorsport. He made his motorsport debut in karting at Mondello Park in mid-2018, and this year will compete in the Senior X30 Championship again. Last year, he finished seventh in that series, but he was still learning the tracks, and he was getting all, I suppose, learning experience all the time, so there's a lot more to come from him. Um, there was one story that Martin told me that just highlights Robert Cronin's talents, he finished second in the final round of a championship event last year after he started 16th on the grid. And if anyone knows motorsport, you know how, how hard it is to, to kind of move up through, through the ranks. But to start 16th and to finish second is an incredible performance. So we've all heard about Daniel, Daniel Cronin. Um, we've all heard about Keith Cronin. But Robert Cronin is on track for success too in the years ahead. Yeah, plenty for Robert to aspire to in that house. Next up on our list is Inna Shannon, rugby star, Jack Crowley, and there's not much more we can say about Jack that hasn't been said in recent weeks because we've been talking about him ad nauseum on the podcast. But Kieran, maybe just give us a quick synopsis of Jack's career to date before we move on. Yeah, Jack Crowley, a former Bendon Grammar student, um, a product of Bendon Rugby Club. He's from Inishan and he's destined for great things. 
Uh, he was in the headlines very recently because Ronan O'Gara tried to take um, Jack to La Rochelle in, in the top 14 in France. That's how highly Ronan O'Gara rates Jack Crowley. He's a very talented out-half. He's third or fourth in the pecking order at Munster at the moment. But everyone who speaks to Jack Crowley says he's destined for big things. And we're going to hear a lot more about Jack Crowley in the years ahead, both for Munster and for Ireland. OK, moving on then. And Jur, I'm going to give you the floor now to chat about Orla Deasy. Because not only does she hail from your beloved Clonakilty, but she's also a dual star with a difference impressing in both ladies football and soccer at a high level. Yes, indeed. She's had a fantastic year, uh, 2020, Orla Deasy. Not alone did she uh, feature for Clonakilty uh, in winning the Ladies Intermediate County title and uh, scored two goals in the final against Glanmire to help Clonakilty get over the line. But she also uh, won a National League title with Cork City Women's Under-17s. And I suppose what makes her unique, Jack, it's one thing to be a dual player in two different sports and be, you know, excelling at both of them. Saoirse Noonan is usually the name, the Nemo Rangers forward and the Cork forward and the Cork City senior uh, striker that is associated with those two sports. But Orla DC at the tender age of 17, is 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 going to be a name to watch out for not just over the next couple of months but over the next couple of years. Um, she plays in defence for Cork City. She's left footed and she plays in the back at the back and she was instrumental in helping Cork City overcome Shamrock Rovers in the National League final just before the previous lockdown. Um, and it's 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 not an easy thing to do to be a defender in one sport and a strike or a forward rather in the other. And her performances throughout the intermediate championship this year for Clonakilty um, were consistent. She's a very very fast, very very dangerous forward and also has a great finish um, and what marks her out I think for someone of such a young age is her ability to convert penalties, she converted a couple of penalties including in the county final for Clannacilty en route to winning that um, who knows where her future lies, uh, right now her soccer she's re-signed for Cork City for the coming season she's also had great success at Gainer Cup level which would be the elite schoolgirls league level for, for girls all over the country and it's one thing to have won trophies in 2017 2018 and 2019 at Gainer Cup, played in shield level, but to make the Cork Schoolgirls League squad at that age is a very, very difficult thing to do, simply because there's so many talented players out there. Her success uh, for Cork and for Bandon underage, and now her sub- her subsequent success with Clannacilty at intermediate level, means this is a serious player to watch out for over the coming year. Clannacilty will be playing senior football. She'll also hopefully be back on the pitch for uh, Cork City in the Under-17 League, and possibly the senior team as time goes on. Um, she is a player with an unbelievable talent and a real future. Lovely stuff, Ger. That's Orla DC from Clonakilty. And next up on the list is Cl- uh, Ross Carberry, even Ross Carberry, kickboxer Garod Derbabouye. And uh, apologies to Garod if I've butchered the pronunciation of your name there, but Derbabouye, I think, is correct. And I actually have some personal experience with Garod. Obviously, he's known as a kickboxer, but he used to pop in to the boxing club in Skibbereen from time to time to do a bit of training with a few of his friends and I even did some light sparring with him on occasion and I have at least 10 years on him and I'd say I outweighed him at the time by at least 15 kgs maybe 20 but what I remember most is that he didn't take a step back and that's not to say his defense wasn't excellent because it was it's just more of a way of saying that he had no hesitation in mixing it with much bigger men such as myself and Kieran. if he's one of the stars of the West Cork Kickboxing Club that has produced so many champions. That's really saying something about this boy's ability. Exactly. And I was chatting to Ian Kingston, who's the man behind West Cork Kickboxing Club and uh, probably the go-to man and coach in, in Ireland when it comes to kickboxing. And I said, what makes the road stand out? And he said, 
hard work and consistency. He said they're the two main components for any successful fighter, and Garrod has them both. Um, you mentioned there about Westcott Kickboxing Club. Like Its success is absolutely phenomenal. 14 World Championship titles and 11 European titles at the various levels over the years. So Garrod is in the right place to, to learn, nurture, and improve as a kickboxer. He's learning from the likes of Ian Kingston. He's learning from the likes of Tony Stevenson, a world champion, from Lily Delacour, a former world champion. So Garoud is in the right place to become a better kickboxer. But his results already are quite impressive. Um, he's three national titles. And remember now, he's only 18 years of age. He's three national titles. He won gold at the 2018 World Cup in Italy. He won bronze medals at the 2017 European Junior Championships, the 2019 Hungarian World Cup in Budapest, and the 2020 Karlovac Cup in Croatia, as well as a silver medal from the European Championships in Hungary. Like I said, Jack, he's 18 years of age, and already he's put that impressive CV together. His skill set is very impressive, but Ian Kingston told me it's his work ethic, his consistency, and his focus <laughs> that marks him out as one to watch in the years ahead, as well as being one for the, for the present. Absolutely. And the last athlete we're going to touch on in part one of our chat is Dara Hayes, another Ross Carberry man. And Jerry, I'm going to come to you to talk to us about this Carberry Rangers footballer. Yeah, he's only 20 years old, Jack, but uh, a lot of people are getting uh, excited about Dara Hayes' prospects for the, for the future years. He's already uh, managed to break into the Carberry Rangers senior football team. And even though he's still quite young and he plays a corner forward, he, you know, he's learning his trade at the senior level. You have to take a couple of years and take the licks and the knocks and everything that comes with that. What I like and really like about this player is just his ability, his balance, and not to get knocked off the ball when he's on it, even for somebody so young. Um, very, very, very dangerous forward inside and that inside forward line. And he's had the benefit of coming up through the ranks and now finally working with the likes of John Hayes, with Seamus Hayes, and under the, under the tutelage of Declan Hayes, uh, the manager this year, and Holly O'Sullivan last year. They've brought him along slowly. They haven't, you know, there was a time they could have maybe thrown him in a bit earlier, but they've waited, I think, until they felt he was ready and, and he was ready um, to make an impact at that level. At school's level, I mean, the, the fact that Kieran used in his article there that he scored 1A for Mount St. Michael in the 2018 Senior B football final win just tells you all about the, just tells you what you need to know about him at that level. But what, what I really do like about him is he's got all the attributes that you need in a forward. He's lightning quick, he's very, very good balance. And he can find he can find the scores from long range or from short range. And maybe Carby Rangers have been down through the years have been over aligned and John Hayes a little bit in tight games. That's no longer the case now. With you see the likes of Dara breaking through, still is a lot a way to go. But I think the fact that he's played for the Cork under twenties and made an impact on the, at that level as well um, shows that he has all the necessary tools if he wants to become you know a really serious player not just at club level, but possibly at inter-county as well. But right now, I think he's in he's in a very good team, the Carby Rangers. He has the ability to make his mark now over the coming years and become one of their more their most important forwards um, at inter-county level. Who knows if he, if he stays fit and he stays injury-free, he has every chance of progressing on from the under-20s and maybe one day forcing his way into the senior ranks. He's that good. But he needs time to develop. Um, he needs time to, you know, at, at the age of 20, he's, he, wanted, he wanted his peak at senior level for another four or five years yet, but Carby Rangers have a real, real star in their hands here, a really good forward, um, and somebody I think we're going to be hearing quite a lot about. Lovely stuff. Well, coming up after this short break, we'll be continuing our countdown of the 21 Rising West Cork Sports Stars Under 21. The Southern Stars 21 Rising West Cork Sports Stars Under 21 is brought to you in association with Clona Dairy Products. Refuel, rehydrate and repair with Clona. 
Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And up next on our list is Balance Spittles, Fiona Keating. And Joe, we're going to come to you to tell us about Fiona, who, of course, was the 2019 Celtic Ross West Cork Junior Sports Star. Yes, and deservedly so. What a year this player has had, both uh, football and uh, Camogie, first of all, for Corsia Rovers, where she played a huge role in that club, winning their first ever county senior Camogie title. Um, not content with that, she made her presence felt on the West Cork Divisional Senior Football Team as well, and they won their first title in the same year. And uh, like the thing with Fiona Keating is it's hard to remind yourself sometimes that she's only 19. I mean, she has featured, she's won two club titles, and I think she's probably played her best um, at inter-county level, where she's featured for uh, in both the senior setups, she's trying to break into both teams under Potty Murray with the Camogie, you know, under Efi Fitzgerald with the football. Her time will come, and she is a player of immense talent. I mean, she's got this burst of speed that takes her away from even some of the best defenders, and she has that killer instinct when she gets near the goal. She's always looking for goals, and that's just on the football side of things. I mean, she got player of the match for Corsi's. In the, in the final where she scored 3-2 and that's not to mention the fact that she scored five goals for West Cork in their senior football championship semi-final win over Ada before going on to beat Morn Abbey. She's had an unbelievable year, unbelievably down-to-earth person as well. You'd never know that she's won the things that she's won when you interview her, when you speak to her. Um, I guess the only real question mark is, you know, can, can she keep it going at both sports over the coming years? She's already suggested that she can do that at club level. I don't see any reason why she can't do it at inter-county level. And, you know, Cork have an abundance of talent in their full forward line when it comes to the senior county football. They've got Saoirse Noonan, they've got Anya Terry O'Sullivan, they've got Darren O'Sullivan. But, you know, the likes of Fiona, I think, may get her chance if and when uh, the league or the championship football comes around this year. She'll definitely get a chance under Rafi Fitzgerald. And Paddy Murdy already knows what she can do at Camogie level. Big couple of years ahead far Fiona Keating and um, a real, real talent again. Sure, uh, Kieran, even Jack Lawton of Tim League is up next, and I think you've been speaking to him lately. He's on his way back to full fitness following a fairly serious injury. Is that right? Yeah, Jack injured his ACA last year um, playing for for Ivan Gales actually last August. So he's currently rehabbing. On, he's on his way back from that injury, and he's targeting a comeback this year while also juggling for his leaf insert. So he's a quite busy young man at the moment. Um, this is the second year in a row that Jack has made our list, and that. That shows just how highly we rate him and how highly he's rated in Cork football. Go back to 2019 and, and Jack Lawton was a key player on the Cork minor team that won the All-Ireland Championship. He came in um, after after Munster that year and he was an integral part of the of the Cork midfield going forward. He, he's a big unit. He's a good fielder of the ball. He covers the ground pretty well. He can do a lot of things. Um, he was brought into the Carberry senior football setup too, but obviously then his injury last year um, sidelined him. He's an Argentine Rangers club man who also played for the Cork under-20s last year. So he already has Cork minor and under-20 experience under his belt and he's still 18 years of age. Hopefully he'll get back on the pitch this year because he's planning to try and get back for the Cork under-20s if, if time allows. Um, he's also hoping for good seasons with Argentine Rangers and I, Ivan Gales. And from what we've seen of him so far, he really is one to watch. Like I said, he's a lot of attributes that mark him out as, as, as a really really top-class midfielder. Um, there's certain aspects of his game that he'll have to improve over the next couple of years, but he's only 18 years of age. So to have so much at this age, kind of it um, it augurs well for the future for Jack Lawton. Um, Joe, we're going to come to you now, and the next athlete we're going to discuss is Sersha McCarthy. And Sersha is our second 
balanced little woman on the list and she's just had a year Jer, that young sports people could only dream of at this stage of their careers Yes, and uh, again, just a raw talent that has, has proven herself in the inter-county underage ranks from the, in, in Cork Camogie, um, making that step up to senior. Obviously, historic year for her and Corsi Rovers winning their first ever senior title. Um, and she, she came up with 1-1 in the final against an experienced in the SCAR team that were pretty much double-marking her for quite a lot of that game. Um, and she, she, she was absolutely brilliant in that game. But her consistency... I think at underage inter-county level, she's beginning to transfer that now onto club and senior level. And like, I think it was back in 2018, uh, like she won a, a West Cork sport, a rising sports star, but she also that year in 2018 won all Ireland minor, intermediate and senior camogie medals. Like to go from that, uh, sometimes by players, they can burn out very quickly. Like they're training non-stop both with club and inter-county level, but it doesn't seem to have affected her. She's had her injury problems, but she's managed to bounce back from them before she has the speed, she has the agility, um, and I think she's just very, very comfortable off both sides when she's playing Camogie as well, which is one thing I noticed about her. And she's not afraid of the big stage. She's 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 been thrown in by Paddy Murray, especially against Waterford. I think in in the in the National League, got a goal straight away, no problem to her. So I think her best years clearly are ahead of her uh, in terms of the senior intercounty setup, and she's going to be a mainstay on that Cork team if she stays injury free. Um, you know. We talked about you know uh, Fiona Keating and being down to earth about the whole thing. You couldn't meet or interview a nicer person, and you wouldn't know that she's won the titles that she's won. Um, but a very very determined person as well at the same time, and is determined to go on and make her mark with the Cork Senior Camogie team. And I think again, like she's only twenty years old. We're t- it's amazing like we're talking about all these these individuals and these sporting talents. You have to keep reminding yourself that they haven't even reached the age of twenty one yet, and considering what she's already achieved. Saoirse McCarthy has her has her best years ahead of her at the inter-county level with Cork and she is going to be uh, one of the players that the team build around over the next four or five years. Next up on our list then is one of my favourite Irish sports people to emerge in the last few years and that's Glenn Gareth's Dara McElhenney and we talk about Dara's exploits nearly every week on the podcast so Kieran, just maybe give us an update on where Dara is at right now and what his kind of plans are for the year ahead. Like you said, Jack, that was one of the most impressive young athletes or young sports people in Ireland right now. And it's, it's surreal to think he's only just turned 20 years of age. He was 19 up to last November. He's already packed so much into his career. And 2020 was a huge year for him, too, because he won his first senior men's national title when he brought home gold in the 5,000 metres at the Irish Championships. And he's looking to kick on this year. Anyone who knows Darren McElhaney, they're always impressed by his attitude to, to training and to racing and he's always looking to move forward he never rests in his laurels um, he'll enjoy it for, for a couple of minutes but then he'll push on again and this year his primary target is the 5,000 metres at the under 23 European Championships in the summer he was telling me it's the only competition that he can attack with any real certainty at the moment so um, he's looking towards the under 23 Europeans and having dominated and bossed the national scene from his junior days all the way up Dara really wants to make his mark on the international scene and given what we've seen so far by him and all the records he's broken all the, the year, all, all, all these years, national records, PBs. It's been a phenomenal couple of years for Dara McElhinney. He's going to be in the headlines for years to come. He's a future Olympian for, from West Cork and I think we'll see a lot more big headlines from Dara in the year ahead. Lovely. That's Dara McElhinney from Glengariff. Now, a lot of column inches have been going to the West Cork rugby boom in recent months. And one of the names 
always mentioned is Skull's Emer Minahan and uh, Kieran. She's been struggling with an illness of late, but she seems to be fighting back at the minute. Yeah, Emer shot the Providence back in back in uh, twenty nineteen. She was one of eight Skipperine rugby players that was on the Munster team that won the IRFU under eighteen women's inter, inter pros. And Emer was a star of that Munster team. I remember talking to Laura Guest, the Munster women's head coach, about Emer, and she was telling me that Emer Minahan is a player who has it all. She's um, she's a very impressive rugby skill set. She's strong. She's physical. She has it all. She's an out and out um, num- number eight. Um, so the potential is there. Last year, she was sidelined for I think five six months through illness. But the good news is it should have to bounce him back from that. So hopefully heading into 2021, we'll see Emer Minahan back in the rugby field. Here at home with Skibbering Rugby Club, first and foremost. Also with her college UCC. And by the way, she's also playing back playing football with Gabriel um, Rangers as well, which is great to see. Like I said, she's a superb 20, um, 2019 season. And she was actually named player of the tournament when Munster won that under-18 Interpros. And that just tells you a lot about how good she is when Emer Minahan was picked from every other player in that tournament and that's from the four provinces Munster, Leinster, Connacht and Ulster but they picked Eber Minahan as the player of the tournament Rugby is on the crest of a wave here in, in uh, West Cork at the moment we've Inya Breen from Skibbereen we've Laura Sheehan from Orhan and I've no doubt Eber Minahan would be a big name in the years to come as well Absolutely so best wishes to Eber as she looks to get back to full fitness now Bantry footballer Eve Murphy was one of the success stories of 2021 especially Jor, with regards her impact with the West Cork ladies. Uh, yes, Jack. So a 20-year-old, very tall midfielder who made her presence felt when she got her opportunity this year. There was no Niamh Cotter involved at West Cork this year, so Eve kind of had to step up to the mark um, to help West Cork not alone get to the final, but also I think her performance against uh, Morn Abbey, you know, the, the benchmark when it comes to ladies football, not just in Cork but in the country, um, was really, really impressive. I saw her also playing for her, her hometown club, Bantry, in the Intermediate Football Championship. And every one of those games, she had a consistently good le- good performance, which even at the age of 20 is is a really good sign for somebody uh, looking to continue on and play up, up to senior level. She's been involved, excuse me, she's been involved with Cork from under 14, so Cork know all about her. But I think just her ability around the middle of the pitch and her fearlessness, that's the one thing. She just dives into tackles and she... When she does get possession of the ball, she's still very young and she's still, you know, she's going to develop as the years go on. But she, her ability to break tackles and just burst forward is something that was hugely important, for, not alone for Bantry, but especially for West Cork this year. When you're missing the likes of Dave Cotter, somebody as experienced as her around the middle of the field, you don't win a county unless you have somebody to break the ball and somebody that can take the tackles and give them as well at the same time. And I think her background in athletics and her, her love of athletics has certainly helped her and again hard to believe when you're looking at her this year that she's only 20 years of age she, she looked right at home in the middle of the pitch for Bantry and also West Cork as the year went on um, I, I think she has the fielding ability and I think she has the tackling ability and certainly the ball skills to turn into a really really important player not just for West Cork but for Cork potentially down the line as well um, you know the, the football world is at her feet it's up to her now just to keep going and to keep keep that dedication and keep moving forward with it. But in Eve, Murphy, Cork, Bantry and West Cork have got a real star of the future. Lovely stuff, Gerald. Well, the last sports star we're going to talk about in part two is Balanacarraga's Dara O'Brien. And Dara O'Brien is a camogie player, Kieran, with a huge future and her impact with Enniskeen alone makes her worthy of inclusion on this list. 100% check. Enniskeen, camogie is right at the crest of a wave. 
the last couple of years. We could see that last year when they won the county intermediate title to go senior, as well as fielding a second adult Camogie team for the first time ever. And in Dara Bryan, they have a real jewel in their crown. Um, she's only 18 years of age, but she's already achieved an awful lot. And to, I suppose to highlight her importance in the scheme, if we just go back to last year's county intermediate semi-final against Father O'Neill's, when in the scheme were trailing, they put Dara into full forward and she got two goals to get them back in track and that put them through to the to the, to the county final and, and the rest is history. She's a young young forward whose stock is trending upwards. Um, a top-class ball striker from open play and, and freeze. Her best position, even though I called her forward there, is probably centre-back, but though she can play in every other position, which probably shows and highlights her versatility. She's a great engine. She's that brilliant knack of, of being able to turn defence into attack just in seconds. And we were told by, by her coach, Brian Daly, that she's seen at her strongest when games are in the melting pot. And again, that's a great sign of a, of a young player. Um, at school level and at underage club level, she's always stood out in the different teams, whether it's Captain Sacred Heart, Clannock Kilteeth in All-Ireland, 14, under 16 and, and minor levels. Um, she already won. Oh, she's already a player used used to the big occasion. And in 2021, Darrow will get to play at senior level here in Cork, which will help her development too and, and push her on. And she's also someone I think that the Cork Intermediate Camogie team would be looking at. So it could be county intermediate recognition at inter-county level for Darrow quite soon as well. So in the scheme, have given Cork Camogie or the Cronin, but they could be about to give us Darrow Bryan as well quite soon. OK, well, we're going to ride a crest of a wave into this little short break and coming up next we're going to finish our rundown of 21 rising west cork sports stars under 21 the southern stars 21 rising west cork sports stars under 21 is brought to you in association with clona dairy products refuel rehydrate and repair with clona welcome back to the star sport podcast we're running down the top 21 rising west cork sports stars under 21 that you should be keeping an eye on over the coming months and years and next on our list is Ardfield's John O'Donovan and George uh, John's a Chelsea fan so I'm sure he'll have his own thoughts on the recent sacking of Frank Lampard but this is a, a young man with serious talent Yes and a player I came across at uh, West Cork School Boys League level when, she, when he represented um, the, when he represented the um, West Cork School Boys League region at the Kennedy Cup a couple of years ago. Um, John O'Donovan is one of those players, even at the age of 16, and if you'd seen him a couple of years before, even at under 14, you knew already that he was a special talent. Now, he played for Arfield in the West Cork School Boys League and played very, very well. Uh, more often than not, he was a midfielder, but I know you for goal. He's, got a, he's a fantastic finisher. Um, he scored a winning goal in one of the few games that West Cork won at the Kennedy Cup that he played at. There were absolutely racked by injuries uh, that unfortunately that summer but he really stood out and he was he was um, named as one of the managers uh, player of the tournament uh, the West Cork managers player of the tournament for a very good reason he has the physical attributes even at the age of 16 to play at a higher level and to play against guys that are older than him and I think it's that and I just think it's his natural fitness but also his just his, his just ability that uh, Cork City basically picked up on and uh, he played left back for Cork City, which can often happen when players they they may have not played in that position before. But Cork City, when you move up a step like that, they see something different in them, and they see some again his ability to play in multiple multiple positions would be very very important. But what I like about John as well, he's been called up 
to Abbottstown uh, once. He would have been there a couple of times only for COVID, but he's already been up to Abbottstown uh, with the Irish International Under-17 management and coaching team to take a look at him. And if you're getting that kind of call up at this stage of your young fledgling career, you're definitely on the right path. He's in a, a fantastic club in Cork City that will coach him and that will look after him and bring him along. Um, Ronan Hurley, I guess, is one of the prime examples of that. Ronan from Bunratty United uh, down in Skull would have gone along the same path through from his hometown club to the Schoolboys League to Cork City and is now excelling and there's absolutely no reason if, if John can stay injury-free that he can't follow that same path. He has the ability and he has the talent to play in a number of different positions when it comes to under-17 and maybe beyond and that'll make him a big asset to Cork City and who knows on the international level what lies in store for a very, very nice guy and a guy with a great future ahead of him. Yeah, certainly one to watch. That's John O'Donovan and another O'Donovan is next up on our list. It's Court McSherry's Ryan O'Donovan and it's 18 months since Ryan's heroics in the 2019 All-Ireland minor football final but he hasn't rested on his laurels since then, has he, Jer? He hasn't. And you're, you're right to mention that moment because people who would not have heard about Ryan O'Donovan prior to that knew all about him at the end of that All-Ireland minor football final where he came off the bench um, and scored 1-2 uh, to help Bobby O'Dwyer's Cork get over Galway in, uh, in extra time. It was a fantastic cameo performance, but just another indication of this guy's raw talent and ability. And we spoke earlier on about Dara Hayes at Carby Rangers Ryan O'Donovan is kind of along the same mould. He's a forward and it's uh, an eye for goal, but also he has the physical attributes to compete uh, at junior, where he's played junior for his native Barry Road, football and hurling. But I think the fact that Bobby O'Dwyer saw something in him at such a young age was a really good sign for him. And he's been involved in the Cork setup ever since. He's due to be involved in the under-20s with Keith Ricken this year. And, you know, if, if, you're, if you're being coached by the likes of O'Dwyer and Ricken, at this point of your career, you're going to learn. You're going to be, you're going to improve as a footballer. But Ryan is one of those don't hurt guys again, like that just has those uh, the, the God given talent of you know a, a scoring footballer. And I think at senior level, and he's already featured for Carberry, which is interesting as well. The Carberry Division of Football Team under Tim Buckley, he's already featured there as well. So he knows what it's all about. He knows what's required of him. And I think he's got that mental steelness as well. You have to have the ability, even when you're just 18, 19 years of age all the talent in the world is one thing, but you have to have the mental toughness to play senior football and get knocked around the place, and especially at under-20 level now as well, which we've seen down through the years. It's very physical. Uh, even at under-20, it's becoming even more physical, but Ryan O'Donovan has all the attributes he needs. He, If he stays injury-free, if he keeps his feet on the ground, there's no telling where the guy could go, but he's definitely going to be a big asset for the Cork under-20s this and next year. Don't forget as well, and I think these next two years will be the making of it. Good stuff, Joe. Well, we're going to Go west for the next entry on our list. And it's Claire O'Shea from Allahees, who's probably the most westerly entry on our list. Another star of the West Cork Ladies County title winning team. And Kieran, she was a rock for Brian McCarthy's side in that championship winning run. 100%. I'm not going to say too much about your your, your singing talents, Jack. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave you to the, to the production side of things. But Claire O'Shea, what, a, what another superb talent out, out from Beira. Um, she turned 21 at the end of April, but she's packed so much into her career so far. And like you mentioned there, the West Cork senior ladies football team, she was such an important player for Brian McCarthy's divisional team last year. And he was telling me it was her, her marking job on Eddie Jackson, the Mornay forward, 
in the in, in the final itself was quite decisive. And she's a very, very good landmarker and Claire O'Shea kind of she's that sort of defender who picked the forward's pocket. She's that good. She gets she gets nice and tight. Um this will be her third year, I think, with the Cork senior inter- intercounty squad. And she's she's pushing closer for a for a starting spot year on year. She's played played in the league, played in the championship. Um one of her goals is to nail down a starting spot on the Cork Senior Championship team. And you wouldn't bet it against her. Like we said, she's only 20 years of age and she's already very, very experienced. She's a county senior medal under her belt. She's played at the various levels for, for Cork the whole way up. Her college too, um, she, she plays as well. She's in college in Limerick, as far as I know. Um, Brian McCarthy was telling me too, he goes, the great thing about her is her attitude to, to training and to playing. No matter who you tell her to mark, she'll just go out there and mark them. Like you can put Claire O'Shea on, on the opposition's best forward and she'll quite often nullify them or really limit their impact. And as a defender, any day you go out and you limit the opposition's star players, that's a good day for a defender. Her attitude is spot on. Her commitment is spot on. She ticks a lot of boxes. So again, she's someone that we featured in last year's list as well. She's one of the few who featured in both lists but that's because she's such an outstanding talent. And, and Jordan knows too. Jordan, you've seen a lot of Claire O'Shea with West Cork over the, over the last couple of years. She really is someone to watch, isn't she? She is. She's very much an understated kind of hero, Kieran. to be fair to you. Like, she, doesn't, she doesn't do an awful lot of flashy stuff, but when she is asked to do a job, like you said, especially against Eddie Jack in that county final, she just gets on and does it. And I saw her play for Barra against Bantry in the Intermediate Football Championship last year as well. It's rare that I see her playing for Barra, and she really stood out. I mean, she's one of those centre-backs that holds down the 40, but has the ability to bomb forward as well. And I think, uh, like, we, we haven't seen the best of her yet, and that, that's the frightening thing. As good a defender as she is, competition for places in the Cork Senior Panel, as you well know, is incredibly hard and incredibly difficult to break into, but she has the ability to become a regular on that Cork team. She just needs a break. She just needs to get on the team and play a couple of matches. And I think she will have a lengthy, she's definitely going to have a lengthy West Cork career, but she has a lengthy uh, inter-county career ahead of her as well. Okay, lads, next on the list is another of these multi-sport talents, and it's the multi-talented Erica O'Shea from McCroom, who she made her mark with Aoife Cheryl's Cork ladies last season. But Cheryl's not only the football she excels at, she's also a star of the hoops as well. Yes, uh, with UCC uh, Glanmire in the Super League, um, a basketball player, and it's easy to see why if you've seen, been lucky enough to see Eric O'Shea play football, she just has, she plays like an 18-year-old without a care in the world, and she attacks the ball, she goes at full pelt, there's no second or third gear, it's full on from the moment she plays and the moment she, moment she starts the game. And I was literally... Uh, the day she made her debut uh, for Efi Fitzgerald and came on against Kerry in this year's championship on behalf of the Southern Star, I was there that day and I remember it well because I'd heard an awful lot about her, but I hadn't seen her play up until that point. And my God, did she take her opportunity when it came. Uh, she was outstanding. She held her place in the team and all the way through to the all Ireland final against the Dubs up in Crow Park, not a batter on her, played as if she'd been playing her entire career. And I know Evie Fitzgerald rarely names checks players, win, lose or draw, but he made a point of mentioning her after the game as one of the real finds of this year. And when you consider, Jack, that the half-back line on that Cork team, uh, it sometimes, more often than not, it'll include Ashling Hutchings, it'll include Melissa Duggan, it'll include Laura Mahoney when she's when she's fit. You can put Orla Farmer back there. Emma Spillane isn't playing there this year. And you've Shauna Kelly now as well in the mix as well. For Eric O'Shea to come from pretty much nowhere as an 18-year-old and get on the Cork senior team, hold down her place 
throughout the championship run all the way to the final and perform um, admirably in that final against the best team in the country in the dubs against Dublin, it says everything about her. And I think her ball handling skills are clear from her basketball background, but just her fearlessness, she just doesn't care who she's marking. And as soon as she gets the ball, she's only got one objective and that's to bomb forward. And that's one of the hallmarks of the Cork defence and the Cork half-back line in particular at senior level under Reefy Fitzgerald. You can't just be a defender. You've got to bomb forward like Willis Duggan, like Ashley Hutchings, as I mentioned. She has it all. Even at 18, she has it all. And I hope she continues on her upward trajectory because she is going to develop into an absolutely top-class footballer. Yeah, that's Erica O'Shea from McCroom. And Kieran, moving on, just to say one thing that's really driven home to me about this list is the strength of Camogie in West Cork and Newcastown have been so important to that strength in recent years and one of their key players has been the next athlete on our list and it's 19 year old Kira O'Sullivan Yeah Kira is a top talent um, she was telling me before that she's a black tip belt in Taekwondo and she certainly packs a punch on the Camogie field to be fair to her she's a she's a real rising star in Cork Camogie if you go back to 2020 she made her debut for Paddy Murray's senior team in a national league game against Waterford I think that was up in Parky Creeve, if I'm correct. And that was her, her senior debut. And she was just 18 at the time. And she was the youngest player on the Cork senior panel back then. So that tells you straight straight off the bat there just how highly the Cork senior management team rate Kira O'Sullivan. She's a very, very talented forward. She was a, a key player for the Newstone team that won the Intermediate Camogie Championship back in 2019. They went up senior last year. Um, struggled to find her feet at first, but did, did find her feet then. And it's the perfect place for Kira to develop as a as, as a young Camogie player because she's up against the best defenders in, in, in the county when she's playing in the senior championship and she'll only get better and better and better. Um, the experience of being with the Cork senior team will stand to her going into this year. But she's not there just to make up the numbers. She wants to take over, almost to borrow the Conor McGregor phrase. And when I was chatting to her, she was telling me that um, she wants to get lay down a starting spot on the Cork Championship team and for a 19 year old Camogie player from West Cork to hold those ambitions um, it tells you all you need to know about her too and it'd be a brave man who'd, who'd bet against her because like I said she's a very dangerous forward both from open play and from place balls where she's very accurate as well she knows where, where the posts are and she's a huge future ahead of her she's a very bright future ahead of her too and I think what's very important too, and in keeping with what Jerry said about so many of these young sports people as well, she's an absolute delight to talk to. She's so down to earth. She's so committed. She's so focused. She knows where she wants to go. And I've no doubt we'll be hearing a lot about Kira Sullivan in the years ahead. Just worth noting too, she said she's Phil Healy's second cousin. And Phil Healy, we know, has kind of she's demanded sport headlines for so many years now. But Phil might have to give way to Kira over the next couple of years in the Southern Star when it comes to sporting headlines, given the trajectory Kira is on as well. Good stuff. Well, any list about West Cork sport wouldn't be complete without a road bowling entry. And this year that honour goes to Timber League's Hannah Sexton. And Hannah has won titles at all the underage grades and now has her eyes set on making an impact, an impact even at senior level. Jor, what can you tell us about Hannah Sexton? <coughs> Well, I can tell you that anyone that has won eight Munster underage titles and then come up through the ranks of junior and made the semi-finals of the intermediate grade in bowling in West Cork. Now, I wouldn't know the intricate details of every bowler at intermediate level, but what everyone says, and when you read about it in the Southern Star and what you see in front of you, is that... 
fucking comers. For Hannah Sexton, not alone, her talent is clear. If you're winning eight Munster underage titles and you're on the fringes, she was very unlucky to miss out in the Irish under-18 team qualification because of COVID. Uh, uh, she was due to go to the European Bowling Championships in Germany. That's not going to happen now. But for a player as young and as raw a talent as she is to make the semi-finals of the intermediate grade, and that will hopefully be played before the year is out once the restrictions are lifted, it's it's a real marker in, in bowling terms of a prodigious, uh, just a prodigious talent. She just seems to have everything you need at that grade. And if like it's a very difficult and things go wrong in bowling very quickly for you. One stray bowl at any at top, top level can lose you a score. But her consistency when you consider like when, when you say you win eight monster underage levels, she won them at 12, 16, 14. Like it was it was consistent all the way through. And for somebody that's also already won an all Ireland minor Kamogi title, you would And I think this is somebody in bowling terms, if she keeps it going, we're going to be hearing an awful lot more about certainly at intermediate ranks. And I, can, I would imagine there's a few women in the senior ranks already looking over their shoulders at this person coming through because her record has been phenomenal. Her talent is obvious. And if she can continue her consistency, there's no reason she can't take an intermediate title. And then when she gets senior, then we're really going to see this talent blossom. Well, that's Tim League's road bowling sensation, Hannah Sexton and finally last but certainly not least on our list today is Nicola Tuttle. Nicola is one of the most exciting Irish athletes on the scene at the minute to kill Britain. Hammershore has been the talk of the sport in recent years and in the grand old tradition of throwing sports in West Cork. Could Nicola be the heir to Dan O'Mahony the world wrestling champion who was also the 56 pound between the legs champion back in 1933 Kieran? No pressure, Nicola, after that intro, Jack. Um, I'm going to go for the, for the worst or best pun of this entire segment, but Nicola shot into the headlines in 2020 with her performance in the, in the, in the, in the Hammer Throw for, um, for, for at the National Championships, both the under-20, under-23 and senior National Championships. Nicola brought home the gold, which is phenomenal. Um, it just goes to show how highly she's rated. I was asking Dennis Hurley, Who's from Kilbritton? Where exactly Borley, where she's from, is where she's from? Is it where exactly is this place? Is it Kilbritton or is it Bandon? And then I said, No, 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 that's Kilbritton. So Kilbritton have laid claim, claim, claim even to Nicola, and you can see why. Um, last year was sensational. She really burst on the scene. She's a rising Bandon AC star. She won the senior women's national um, hammer title at the national senior championships with a huge throw of over sixty meters which was not only a personal best for Nicola, but it saw her at 16 years of age become only the sixth Irish woman to ever throw over 60 metres. Like I said, she was 16 years of age. It was also the second longest throw in the world for a thrower of her age last year, which again is absolutely incredible. She's training hard again this year. She's a lot of different targets in her sight. She wants to get to the European Under-20 Championships in Estonia in July. She wants to try and qualify or achieve the qualifying status for the World Under-23 Championships to be held in Kenya in August. Um, there are two targets that her coaches have set her. In terms of the qualifying standards for that, they're less than what she threw last year at the National Senior Championships. But as we all know, it's not as easy for Nicola to go down and throw another 60-metre throw just like that. So she's a bit of work to do. She's um, her father. She told me last year her father made her her own her own hammer, her hammer um, kind of throwing set 
in the family farm last year in in, in, in Kilbritton. So she practices there a lot. She's obviously schooled as well to juggle, but she's a real top talent. I think we're going to be really hearing a lot about Nicola Tuttle in the years to come. And like Dennis Hardy said, she's from Kilbritton. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well, we're going to wrap this conversation now, and I'm not going to be cruel and ask you both for your favourite or the one you're most excited about because I think there's 21 athletes there that we can all get behind and get excited about the breadth of talent and range of sports is incredible for such a confined region but uh, let's wrap up there lads thanks very much for joining joining us and uh, yeah, best of luck to all the athletes we've named in the future The Southern Stars 21 Rising West Cork Sports Stars Under 21 is brought to you in association with Clona Dairy Products. Refuel, rehydrate and repair with Clona. Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast and we're going to quickly just preview this week's Southern Stars Sports section before we wrap up. And Kieran, there are two big name interviews that readers can look forward to on Thursday. Yeah, I've chatted to Paula Donovan, obviously our, our well-known Olympic silver medalist from 2016, to look ahead to the Tokyo Games this summer. Um, Paula Donovan, hopefully touch wood, will be in the Irish lightweight double that's bound for, for the Olympics. But he's just chatting about the competition for places in that boat right now and the intriguing um, element, and we heard in last week's podcast and we Jacob Fintan McCarthy on, is that we've four skibbering rowers from the same parish of Affadown battling for two seats in the Irish boat that is coached by a man from the same parish of um, Affidown in Dominic Casey. So good stuff as always by Paula Donovan. He's a really, really good person to interview. It makes, makes an awful lot of sense. And as well as that, we checked the Conor Horan this week as well. Um, he made the switch to Swansea City last week um, on loan from Aston Villa for the rest of the season and he hit the ground running. He was very impressive for the 66 minutes he was on the pitch as Swansea Tumped Forest 5-1 in the FA Cup last Saturday. So just chatting to Connor about the move and about what he hopes to get out of the move in, in the next the next six months. And just actually, just one more piece, Jack. We have an interview with James Naked. He's a, he's a road bowler from Mascarbury. We've kind of the Bitcoin bowler because as well as being very um, prevalent and very um, successful in road bowling, he also deals his job is in cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. So it's interesting to see those two worlds collide. So it's a very good piece with James Nagel. And that's in this Thursday Southern Star. And as Kieran mentioned, you can get this Southern Star in shops across West Cork from Thursday morning. And if you can't make it to the shop for any reason, you can always just go online and subscribe to the digital edition. Just go to www.southernstar.com dot ie forward slash e-paper and you can read the southern star on your computer tablet or smartphone for less than two euro per week if you prefer a postal delivery we can also organize that just call the southern star front office 028 212 and we'll get the southern star delivered to your front door thanks for listening to the star sport podcast we'll be back at the same time next week if you enjoy these shows please make sure to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Slán Tomo. The Southern Stars 21 Rising West Cork Sports Stars Under 21 is brought to you in association with Clona Dairy Products. Refuel, rehydrate, and repair with Clona.